0: Sachim daf nun hei, the top of the Amid, our Mishnah, nun dala, and bey, stated that if a place that on Tishabah, the Minnik is not to do malacha, you should not do malacha. If the Minnik is to do malacha, then you can do malacha. However, the Mishnah said, in any place, even a place where the Minnik is to do malacha on Tami Tamilicham should not do malacha. And Rashim Gamalilah says, a person, even if they're not a Tamilicham, should make themselves like and consider themselves a Tamilicham regarding the halacha of not doing work. On tishbav itself, and Rashi states in the Mishnah, "Vlayamina mechsek yurah." Shimon says, "You don't say that it looks like you're being a balgaiyv and ravtzeliv batol vishay, and therefore, if you want to be mivatol from malacha on you're allowed to do so." Our Gemara begins on that point that Rashi just said, and we start. Rav Shimon Gamliel says, "Loichaishil nayura." Rav Bannan It seems that machlekes in between Rav Shimon and Rabbanan, if a person should act like a tam chacham or not regarding tishbav, is actually based on chaishil nayura, and Rav Shimon holds were not chaishil for that. The Rabbanan Mishnah that we have a first Mishnah in Brachas that says exactly the opposite. The time we have a Mishnah. Even though the Mishnah said beforehand that you're not supposed to read Kriyushma on the first night of your wedding, however, if he wants to, can read Kriishma on that night. And the Svar of the Tanakam is that you're We allow him to be considered like a Tamu Chacham and therefore he can read Kriyushma on the first night. However, you can't just become a Tamu Chacham and become a yard Shemaim and read Kriyushma and say that I can't go one night without reading Kriyushma because it's Mahsi So you see exactly the opposite Rashim Gamliel over here holds Mechyura. However, in our Mishnah we just said Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds and the and Tan Kam holds over there that we're not Khaishlihura. However, in Agamar Bin Rabbi 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 say that were Khashim Now let's just see Rashi inside. They Sashem, Kesapricious that he considers himself so Khashim that he can't even battle one night of being Makab Loy colorets litz loyit lano the mexicura Machin be yaday and therefore we we'll moicha on him so the gemara says am rabeicha and ein chlamim muklaf says you have to switch around either our mishnah or the mishnah brachas and therefore you make these shitas to be similar rav shisha brei ravidi amal loy that we don't switch around to two mishnas drabban and drabban and still drabban and on drabban and mishnah brachas nashveil hacha in our mishnah keeping kulam al do since everyone's doing malacha on tishpav in this town but you oven and he's not doing malacha in this town mexicura it looks like he's about balgai of al husam but but the gave the din that we had in Brachus about Kriishma, keeping the Kuli Amakari, since everyone else in the world is anyway reading, and now he's also reading, even though he's a Chasn and therefore he would really be parted today from Kriishma, but he's only a Yachid, loi Masakura. It doesn't look like this Bagayiba now. Also, it's not Shvet Rabshiman because Hassan would be in a Kabana over there by Kriishma in need Kabana, but I'm sadly, loi Matsi and a person can't have Kabana the first night that he has a Chasna, and therefore Masakura. It looks by fact that he says, I can't have Kabana. It looks like he's a Balgaiva of Hacha. But in our case, B'negea Tishbav, it doesn't look like he's a gaiva. I mean because people will say, People in the city will say, even though it's true that we're doing Malacha today, this person isn't. But the reason why he's not doing Malacha is not because he's a Tamachacham. The reason he's not doing Malacha is because he doesn't have a job. And that's why in our Mishnah of Shimon that there's no problem. And he says, La Ilum Yasa Adam Asboy to and we don't worry about being Merze The Gemara continues with our Mishnah of Haim say, and this seems to be the, the even after the Gemara finishes we'll see the Gemara in a moment that they're just going back to the original Mishnah in parak that stated on Nunam and Aleph that there's a Minig that some people do on ere Pesach until chatzays, and some people don't and the Chum say that the Minig in Yehuda was like those that did Malach on ere Pesach whereas in gol they did not do Malach on ere Pesach even prior to Chatzais and the Mishnah continues halilo what about those that have a Minig not to do Prior to Chatzais, is that also inclusive of the night of the fourteenth or not? BeShamei Oysun says it actually us to do melacha on the night of the fourteenth. Or BeSulamatir Adaneitzachama BeSulam says it's Muto, until the morning, not only till Abinashacha but even tol Nezachama. And we begin the Gemara. May Karatani Minhagel will Tani Surah In the first Mishnah in the parak, it was talking about a minute not to work or to work on Arab Pesach up until Chatzais. However, will Tani Surah at the end, which means in our Mishnah we state Halaila BeShamei Oysun. Based Matir and Adan when we talk about all Abasa, it's Mashma from Bishamay's words. That's also it's not based on Minig; it's actually based on a Heto or an Issa that Rashi says the Mashma b'Chol No matter where you are, it's going to be also to work for sure in the morning and even at night. with Bishamay. So the Gemara is questioning: Is it a Minig or is it an isa Amar Rab the Gemara answers. Rab Yechonu says, like Kasha Haramei it's not Shvareh. The first Mishnah of our Parag, as well as the Reish of our Mishnah, is going l'fi our may That's a Minig. However, the safe of where Beis says Eisun is actually going based on the Shida of Rabbi Yehuda that holds that there's an Issa Malacha potentially on Er Pesach prior to Khatzaiz. The Tanya because of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said Yehuda how In the region of Yehuda they would do Malacha on Er Pesach prior to Khatzaiz. However, in Eisik they would not do Malacha. Amalei Ramea says back to Rabbi Yehuda, Marayi Yehuda why are you bring only about Yehuda and Gol? Lachari it's based on a Minigah and therefore it's based on wherever the Minigah to do Malacha. You could do malachah. Where does a minig not do Malacha? You can't do Malacha. last And therefore the Gemara says ame, by the fact it says it's based on minig is it must be that Rebihudah holds it's actually an issa and like Rash says the the people in the region of Yehuda in Eretz Yisrael are to However the people in the region of golo is also and not only based on minig. The imin come if it's actually based on minig. My what's the machlech between Rebihudah and How rabudah Namih and therefore, it must be based on Issa. And therefore, Enechonami, our first mission to Parak on Nunum and Aleph, and the ratio over here, that speaks about Minig, is based on Minig. However, the safer way, Beshami says Oisrin, and Besil says Matirin, it's following the Shita Rebudah that is actually a Shiloh of Issa Rebudah on doing Moloch on Ere Pesach prior to Chatzeis. The Gemara is, Besil Rebudah, but also Mutabasi's Moloch, according to comes out, Lefira Rebudah, at least in the Huda region of Eretz Israel, it's Mutatu Moloch on the 14th of Nisan prior to Chatzai's but then we have a price that says if someone is weeding his field on the 13th of Nisan if at the same time while you're trying to pull out weeds you actually pulled out a stalker of grain and it became uprooted and still not completely ripe and you want to replant it then you need to replant it in moist earth so it should take root right again prior to the carbon oil being bought on Tess Zion which is going to be in three days but you can't replant in the dry earth as it won't take root and then the carbon won't be mat to, it to be eaten once you're going to pull it out and once it's actually ripened. And the Gemara makes a deal the only time you could place it back into the ground is only on the 13th However, Abu However, seems to be saying clearly can't place it back in the ground on the 14th. Now that could be based on two different reasons. Either because you can't do Malacha on the 14th of Nissan, or because it won't actually take root. And the Gemara says but we know we know the Rebuda holds that it would take root to Amma because he says that any graft that you're going to try to get it to take for three days if it doesn't take at that point it will not actually take root and won't actually graft together and the same thing applies to something that's trying to be rooted into the ground and therefore if it's actually true that on the 14th you could do malacha, at least in the region of Judah why do Rabbi Yudas say you have to plant on the 13th by planting on the 14th you'll have part the 14th, the 15th, the entire day, as well as prior to the Imer being brought, on the 16th, and therefore you'll have three days that it could actually be Nishrash and take root in the ground. So I'm rather begolshanin. Rabbi Yehuda was only talking about an area in Gol, where it's us to do Malacha on Erev but enichanami according to him, in the Yehuda region of Eretzol, you could actually plant it on the 14th, but he wanted to go in Lundi But the Gemara still is, even if it's in gol and therefore it's us to do Malacha during the day of the 14th, but you could still do Malacha at the night, and and therefore, even in Ga'ol, let them plant it on Lel Yudal. Why does Rabbi to say it has to be specifically during the day of the 13th? Rabbi, Rabbi Huda wanted to go even though we don't pass like Beishamai, but he wanted to say that even if you be you could plant it on the 13th and therefore it would work and you wouldn't have a problem with the carbon oima. Rabbi Yudah, no, of course Rabbi Huda wouldn't go Lel Beishamai, and therefore he has to go Lel Yudah. However, we speak about the 13th during the day, even though in if you would have done it the 9th to the 14th, it would have been fine as well however it's standard not to Molochah at night and that's why he spoke about the 13th and not the 14th at night even in the area of Gaul however Ravina Amah says it could be actually in Yehudah and it's to Molochah on the 14th on Yudal and why did Rabbi Huda say they have to actually plant on the 13th L'choyah. you should have three days which is the 14th to 15th and the 16th of Nisan prior to bringing the carbon element to let it be Nishrash and let it become rooted Uvashra <speaking in Hebrew> Regarding something which is halachic, so therefore you could say you're going to go mix a young and say that it works. However, over here it's based on mitzias, since the only thing that the carbon could actually be matter is something that actually was rooted prior to the carbon being brought, and therefore since it's based on mitzias, we can't look at mix a in two of these days and only have one full day and part of two days. That of course is not going to actually root, and that's why the beauty said you have to actually plant it on the 13th, even if you hold that it's mutta to do malacha on the. 14th of Nisan, even in the Yehuda region. And the Mishnah continues. Even in a place where Dominicans not to do Malacha on the 14th, however, any Malacha that you already started prior to the 14th, then you could complete it on the 14th of Nisan. And we'll see in the Gemara if it's talking about something that's Sarakhantiv or even something that's not However, you now start doing some Malacha and fixing something, for example, on the 14th of Nisan, even if you could complete it on the 14th. (laughs) there are three types of craftsmen that could do molacha in any place even in a place where the minig is not to do molacha on Arab Pesach prior to Chatzais and they're allowed to do molacha until Chatzais if it's Lutzerach Yontav the tailors, the barbers and launderers Rabbi Yisrael Bidu adds into this a fourth one that a shoemaker that's making new shoes Lutzerach Yontav can do that on Arab yantiv as well the Gemara starts Ibailu, and we can have three started into the Shiloh. L'tzerich HaMaitran did the Mishnah mean that you're allowed to go to Malacha that you're going to complete on Erev yantiv if it's I'm L'tzerich HaMait but if it's not L'tzerich HaMait then you can't complete work before Chatzais or maybe a second side the Mishnah meant to say that if it's not L'tzerich HaMait you could still complete any Molochah that you started if it's on Erev yantiv, you could still complete it but if it would actually be L'tzerich HaMait you could even start doing the Molochah or a third said it doesn't make a difference if you are doing ltar or shlayy ltar migma in the only thing you allowed to do is complete the work but i still like but inalla start new malacha. tashma we learned in the price allah you ask me to go back to start work for the beginning of a product on the 14th even to make a small belt or to make some sort of a small snood that covered women's hair. maya filu what does it mean da filu tiltu katar filu swakha kana and the grammar is medaik love i filu hani ltar khamay migma that even these items that seem to be only litzarich yantiv, that the only thing you're allowed to do is complete these items, but you're not allowed to actually start doing malacha on erev yantiv, even though it's litzarich yantiv. And therefore, when we're daik it would seem therefore the shleil litzarich. If it's actually not litzarich yantiv, migmanamim lagamin, you can't even complete it, even if you started prior to the day of yantiv. The Gemara answers loy. That's not true. the And really, if it's not litzarich yantiv, you would also be able to complete an item that you started at least before the fourteenth, and you're allowed to complete it. What does it mean? Afilu that these items are such small items a small belt or a small snood that the starting of creating these items and the craftsmanship on these items it's like it's finished it's so easy to do it, it's so quick Therefore, it's is not a problem to even start you might think you could even start on Erev Yontif itself that you cannot start anything Erev even if it's a small molacha. we have another we have another any molacha, any item that's a job, that's not with Tzarech and we turn to Nunei hey, on the Beis, so you can complete that job even on the 14th of even when the minute is not to work prior to Chatzay's. However, when so is that? Only when you started the job prior to the 14th. If you didn't start prior to the 14th, you now let it even start on the 14th itself. Even a small belt or a small snood. Now we make a deal Rabbi Meir was talking about here. That we said that you let it be midmah and you now let it start. The and therefore it's mashma that with shalei you can not even go and complete something on the 14th prior to Chatzai's the Gemara answers no who didn't in the field of shalei and really if it's not you could also complete something on Arab Yantam as well even though you need it for Yantam itself you're only allowed to complete it but you're not allowed to start and that's the Kiddush of this and in Chlamid there's no raya to either side of the Gemara the Gemara now brings a raya and this raya will actually stand and it'll actually show like like the first side of the Gemara before, that Ramiya says, "Any malacha that's actually for the tzarich hamayid, then you're allowed to complete it on the 14th, if Here he spells specifically something that's not used for tzarich Also, you're not allowed to complete it on erev yomtiv. In addition, that was talking about someone that is in a place where the minig is not to malacha on erev pesach. However, a person that's in a place where the minig is to do malacha on erev pesach to then everything would be mutter. and the Gemara makes a makushinago In loy nagaloy that the only time we said this, that you're allowed to do everything was only in a Mochum that's naive to do Malacha, but in the city, that the minig is not doing Malacha on Arab Yantiv, then you can't go and do something even to complete it. And that Gemara says, mino, in lay, that the only time you're allowed to even be Mi'gma is only if it's however, if chamayid, then you can't even make a Gemara on a Malacha, Shma mino, it's a perfect ride. The Gemara continues, the Chum said, there are three craftsmen that are allowed to work on Arab yantav, and we said, we're talking about a tailor we're talking about a barber and we're talking about a launderer Tana we learned the reason why a tailor could be open on because since a head you could actually go and sew during so you see Tfirah is something that's a little bit and therefore a tailor could stay open on and also barbers and launderers can stay open on some some that comes from far away and they couldn't either they couldn't take a haircut or they couldn't wash the clothing on erev and therefore they come in chalamay. They need to wash their clothing, or take a haircut, or by to be assumed. Someone also that came out of jail on chalamay, they're allowed to take a haircut and they're allowed to wash the clothing on chalamay. So since over there it's mutar chalamay, therefore now we also say that's mutar for everyone on erev because erev is more cold than chalamay. And the mystery continues. The Rabbi Yisroel Bivuday even said that shoemakers can make brand new shoes on erev yontev. Shekain, and the reason is that because. either because on Yantuf itself, people that came and were oil and therefore their shoes got worn out, they could actually fix them on Chalamay. And therefore, since a shoemaker could fix shoes on Chalamay for people that were oil regal, everyone could use a shoemaker in order to make brand new shoes on Arab Yantib itself. Because, like we said, it's more cal. Now the Gemara says, What's my is based on between Tanakam and only said three, and Rabbi Yisrobiuda that added in a shoemaker. And the Gemara explains, Masaba lemade tchilus malacha maseiv malacha. Masava in to hold that you could learn the beginning of a melacha which means that just like you could go and fix shoes therefore you're allowed to make brand new shoes on arab Yantiv. however Tanakh Abba says you can't compare making brand new shoes to actually fixing shoes fixing shoes is mutal but to go and create and make brand new shoes on arab Yantiv, that would not be allowed and the Mishnah continues with other items that you're allowed to do on the 14th even if it's in a place where the minig is not to work on the 14th prior to Chatzel and When a hen or a chicken lays an egg, it actually doesn't become fertilized, it doesn't become a chicken, it actually will be something that you could eat. However, what they used to do in order to make sure that it becomes chickens, if they wanted more chickens, and they still do it, is that they place the eggs under the Tanagoyos under the female hen, and then it actually warms up like Rash says, and by the hen sitting on these eggs for a long time, about 21 days, it actually causes these chicks to grow, and the 21 days is the incubation period for these eggs to grow into chickens, into little chicks. Now, the Mishnah says that you let it go and place the Tanagadus down in order to start the incubation period on the 14th. Now, why would you have to place them down? Because sometimes hens would not want to sit on the eggs and you have to actually force them to start sitting them until they get into the mood of actually staying there for 21 full days. In any case, for if there was a tanagolos that was actually sitting on eggs prior to the Udal and then it ran away, you could go force it back and place it back in its proper place so it will continue the incubation period. Vim Mesa, if the actually. Actual hen dies, and now you have to replace it. you are allowed to place another hen there in order to take its place and continue the incubation period. Another halacha relevant to the 14th, you are allowed to go and remove and clean up the dung or fertilizer from under the feet of an animal during the 14th, and you don't have to leave it in the actual stall. However, you are allowed to move it to the side, but you now take it out of the actual animal stall. And a final dinner of the Mishnah, you are allowed to bring Kalim and bring those those kalim utensils from a craftsman or to a craftsman even though it's not it's not talking about actually doing work but picking up and delivering actual kalim or utensils to a uman to go and do the work or to pick it up after it was completed the Gemara starts the Mishnah starts off and says you're allowed to place a hen on an egg on the 14th of Nisan however the Mishnah then says you're even allowed to go and return it to so if you're allowed to go and place it there of course you're allowed to go and place it on there if it was already sitting on there because it already started the process, and therefore there'll be a bigger hefse if it stops. On Abayah, Abayah says, "Save as Chal The actual save is coming to say and is actually only discussing Chal-a-Maid and saying as follows: If it's Yudal Nisan, you'll let it actually place the tanagol. You'll actually place the handia lechatchila. However, if it's already Chalal and you already had it there from prior to Chalal from prior to Yotam, then on Chalal if it walks away, you could take the hand and place it back on there, like Rashi says, "Machsin I say mishum because." Because it will be a great loss the Dovah Oven Muta it's a Dovah Oven and therefore it's Muta al however the place of the Al Chila al-Khalal that you will not be able to do Amar Afunah Afunah says the only time we said that the only time we said is only if it's within three days from when it started rebelling and it walked away from actually sitting on the eggs because the heat and its desire to brood is still in it and therefore it won't be so hard to keep it there in addition you need another requirement it has to be that the actual chicken stayed on the eggs at least for three days beforehand, and therefore at this point the egg started to already grow and therefore it will actually make a loss because the egg can't be eaten at that point because it will already be considered also to eat but if it's after three days after it already stopped sitting on it the parachletzim at this point is already taken off its heat from it which means and at this point it actually doesn't want to brood anymore it doesn't actually want to sit there anymore or or if the hen originally only sat on the egg for less than three days and therefore the egg is actually not ruined you can still eat it even though it's not so gishmak to eat but it's something they can still eat therefore like madrinan, you can't go and return the actual hen to the egg even on Chalamite Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Ami says I agree with you that if the hen actually walked away from its duties of sitting on the egg for more than three days you can't go put it back because that's going to be a very large tircha and we don't allow you to do that on chalamayin. But Rabbi Ami argues on the and says even if the chicken sat on this egg for less than three days you could still go and return the chicken to the egg on chalamay. And the Gemara says, but my Riffly, what's my colleagues between Rab Ami and Reb Huna?" Massav l'hefseh removed b'chashlu, hefseh That Reb Huna holds that we're only chayish for major hefseh, but for small hefseh we're not because even if it's sat on the egg for less than three days and it becomes a little spoiled and a little bit something that's not keshamak to eat, like Rashi says that halav neshdanu bein ruin l'chal adam el misha ta'itu yofa ve'ena is It's only going to be right for someone that is not so squeamish and is not an istus, and therefore you have a. Limited amount of people that you can sell it to, and therefore it's much cheaper at that point because you have less people that you could sell it to. Therefore, on that we're not choshish, and that's why it's also. But Rabbi Ami holds that even for Samud we're also choshish, and we let you do it on Yadda because we consider that a Dovah and The Gemara continues to explain the Mishnah, Garf and we said, you let it go and clean out the dung or fertilizer from under the feet of an animal. Turn we learned in Revise, if you have zevil in a chutzim, you only can move it to the sides but you can't actually take it outside of your to take it to an ash because it's much however if it's in a stable or a chatzah then you're allowed to take it outside to the garbage dump first we talk about chatzah we say you only allowed to move to the sides then we say in the same price if it's in the chatzah so what's going on what's it the price starts off when we talk about and that's when we say you only allowed to move to the side because we don't do taking here However, on the 14th, we allow you to move it even outside because the 14th, of course, is more kal than chalamite. The entire Bible is talking about chalamite. But say, nasa is chilish, Take all the zealot that's in the chatzah and just move it to the sides and not move it outside because it's terri However, if the zealot becomes so piled up in the chatzah and now looks like it's a stable, then you could move it outside. The Mishnah continues. You'll add to drop off kalim and you could pick them up from the Craftsman, our Papa, our Papa said, "Bardik rubber rubber actually tested us, and he asked us as follows: You're allowed to pick up or drop off Kalim by a craftsman, even though you don't need it for the Zemayid. The says you're not to pick up Kalim from a craftsman, but if you chayish that maybe it'll be stolen, then you can move it to another chatzah. we answered like not between the Mishnah and the Brisa because. Abasa on the fourteenth of Nisan you could pick it up or drop it off. However, Kamba Khal on Khalama, you're not allowed to do that fee. By Sam if you want, we could answer how Shamit. They're both talking on Khalamay. It depends if you trust the person or if you don't trust the person. And therefore if you trust the person then leave it there until you have to pay it But you don't trust the person, then you're allowed to pick it up. And the Gemara brings a raya to this Swara and says, Vatanya we learned to brace her and this says, as rash says, "Mevi and Kalam Bisuman allow you to pick up Kalim from the craftsman Picture from the picture maker, or a glass cup from the person who makes glass, but not wool from a dyer and not from Basuma, which are not However, the craftsman doesn't have to want to eat nicely and pay him off. but leave it by him because you don't pick it up on And if you don't trust this craftsman, and therefore if you pay him, you're scared that he's going to actually go and resell your kli. Then leave it in a bias, pick it up, and place it by a bias that's near him, but don't take. At home, and if you're scared that maybe you'll be stolen from that house or that place, mevim but take you're allowed to carry it as long as you do b'tzina even into your house. But the Gemara says This turret makes sense for the case where you're picking up an item from the actual craftsman, and it makes a difference if you're picking up something from someone that you trust, then you can't do it. However, if it's someone that you don't trust, then you can pick it up. But the Gemara my It's still going to be shvareh that in our mission we said me kalem. You're to actually go and bring kalem to the craftsman on chalamoid. However, in the bride it says you now go and pick up Kalim and if you can't pick up Kalim then of course you can't go and bring Kalim into the craftsman we learned that you can't bring of course you can't go and drop off Kalim you have to go back to the original tarits and say our mission is talking that's on the 14th and that's why it's more however we're not going to allow you to go and pick up or deliver any Kalim to an Uman and we'll stop over here